这个上一次这个。And it's and so it's incredible to be back almost like a year later, at least over a year. So this one year later, I can come And it's so much better to be in person. I'm going to be honest. It's so nice. So what we're going to do before we start the sermon is let's just pray for this. For this moment, this day of the first time you're opening since the pandemic, and as we know, we're still going through the pandemic, but we're just going to lift this place up, lift each other up, and pray and ask God's blessing. Amen. We're now taking a little time to pray and thank God because this is the first time we're opening. Although we're still in the pandemic, we're going to pray to God for His blessing and for His church to be strengthened. And before I pray, there's a verse in Psalms, Psalm 28, 7. Psalm 28, 7. And it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song, Will I praise Him? And we're going to claim that verse for this day and this church. Amen. Ah, Psalm二十八篇第七节说，耶和华是我的力量，是我的盾牌。我心里倚靠他，就得帮助。所以我心中快乐，我必用诗歌颂赞他。我们来用这一句神的话，我们来感谢神。祷告。Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for bringing us to this church. You are the God of the universe. You are a holy God. A great God. Thank you for protecting us during this time. And while we know it's not over, we know that you're with us. So Lord, on this August 1st day of opening the church, we claim that you are our strength. You are our shield. We will trust you. And we will thank you for your goodness. Lord God, I just pray that you will anoint Every person that comes into this building. That you will protect each person that comes into this building. We pray that no one will be sick if they come here. And Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit to be with us. 
却据你的圣灵会降临在这里。We welcome and invite your presence. 啊，圣灵，我们呃欢迎你来到我们当中。And we know right now where two or more are gathered, you are here. 主啊，你允许两三个人奉你的名聚集，你就在这里与我们同在。So we ask for your blessing upon this church. 我们请求主你的恩典祝福啊啊领导这个教会。Upon this congregation. 啊，领导这个会众。In the holy name of Jesus Christ， 我们奉耶稣基督的圣名祷告。Amen. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Great to see everyone again. Thank you for opening your doors. It's so wonderful to be here. 哇，呃，非常高兴能够跟大家在这里面对面。I'm tired of sitting at my dining room table. 啊，我一直跟大家在在网络上传讲信息，是坐在我的那个餐桌旁边。It's just so much better being here, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so this morning, the title for the message is "What Did Jesus Say, Part One." Now I'm going to be ambitious because eventually it might say Part Thirty. And I've been really convicted lately about the importance of teaching about what did Jesus actually say. Ah,、uh, 最近在我的心中有确实是有很大的负担，就是希望跟大家分享主耶稣到底说了什么。I'm discipling a young man now. Ah,、uh, 我现在在在在在带一个年轻人。And we're actually going through this book studies in the Sermon on the Mount. I highly recommend this book to you. Ah, I is is 特别的推荐大家好好的来研读啊登山宝训 Every Christian should read this book. 呃，每一个基督徒都应当好好的来查考登山宝训 And if you're discipling new Christians, you should be going with them through this book. 如果我们在带呃年轻的基督徒，呃，这也是个很好的，我们可以跟他一起来查考登山宝训。Because what the author does is he's taking Matthew 28, the verses we just read in verses 19 and 20, very seriously. 嗯、um, ，这个呃福音书的这个作者，呃，他是把我们刚刚读到的这个大使命，也就马太福音的二十八章。Uh, Because in Matthew 28, we're supposed to be teaching, we're supposed to be making disciples. You say, well, how do we do that? By teaching them to observe what Jesus taught, what Jesus said. 大使命里面说，我们要使万民做我们门徒。如何使他们做我们门徒呢？要教导他们，要遵循耶稣所说的一切的话。So I'm going. Through this book with this young man, we do about a, a chapter a week. Ah,、uh, 所以我就在带这个呃、uh, 年轻的这个基督徒，我每个礼拜跟他一起读一章。And we read things like "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." 所以我们就一起来仔细的看，啊啊，虚啊啊，邻里贫穷的人有福啊，因为天国是他们的。And and blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Ah,、uh, 哀痛的人有福了，因
Or blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. But the problem is, most people don't even know what those things mean. And so each week we take a different teaching of Jesus and we read about it and then we discuss it. And this new disciple that I'm teaching is just, he's becoming blown away because he's understanding what Jesus actually meant by what he said. So that placed a burden on my heart because I began to realize how little I know and how little just Christians know about what Jesus taught and what Jesus actually said and what Jesus actually meant by his words. Uh, so what I'm going to be doing now until, I mean, this is my goal, I hope, hopefully I can do it, is I'm just going to be preaching and teaching the teachings of Jesus. Like, like for example, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then taking that and making that a sermon. Um, and that goes to this question. What did Jesus call you to do if you're a believer? Um, I mean, that's a big question. That's a question we usually want to know. And I hear people asking, well, what, is Jesus, what does Jesus want me to do? What is Jesus calling on my life? What is, or what is God's will for my life? So it's phrased in many different ways. But have you wondered, like, what did Jesus call me to do? It's a big question. It's an important question. And every time I, and, and it's a, it's a personal question, and this is the part that scares my daughter, uh, because you're going to face Jesus one day. I mean, you are going to deal with Jesus one-on-one. -on -one. You personally will stand before Jesus. And, and, and mom and, and dad and your uncles are not going to be there holding your hand as you are confronted with Jesus. So you can imagine how much my daughters love hearing that from me. 
They run away from me quick. <laughs> but what did Jesus call you to do? Well, maybe Jesus called us to build big cathedrals. Maybe that's what Jesus wants us to do. Maybe he just wants us to build these huge buildings for his glory. And raise billions of dollars so that we can build a building for Jesus. Maybe Jesus just wants us to express his teachings through a service. Uh, I mean, maybe this is what Christianity is about. Maybe Jesus just wants us to go to a, a, another large church to hear a dynamic speaker. Maybe Jesus wants us to attend concerts and just sing, and, and that this is what Christianity is about. Or maybe Jesus wants to us, us to attend workshops where we can learn principles, maybe even godly principles about how to make more money. Because I don't know about you, but I think when you think about what it means to be a Christian, those things come into our mind, they come into our view. And so some people, when they answer this question, they think and do what I just showed you。Now, I haven't said any of those things were wrong, right? I didn't say they were bad. I didn't say they were evil. I'm just asking you a question. You be the judge. But I think if you listen to the Spirit, the Spirit is going to tell you something different. Now, one way I'm answering that question is I turn to Matthew 28, 18 to 20. That's how I'm answering the question. You can answer it how you want. But I answer this question with these verses. Um, it's so clear. There's no mystery. I don't have to travel to Jerusalem to find the answer. I can go to Dollar Tree and buy a Bible. Literally, you could buy a whole Bible for a dollar and you can get the answer. 
And so in Matthew 28, let's look at it. That's the answer to that question. Like, what does Jesus want me to do? Well, all right, he's going to tell me. Black and white, he's going to tell me. So in verse 18, it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, that's his followers, right, saying, He's saying, Power is given unto me. Right? Power has been given unto me, correct? No. It's not correct. He said all power. See how important that book is? I left that a really important word on purpose. All. No, no. It's all power has been given to Jesus. Um, in other words, he is the, the supreme ruler, not just of your town or your house, but of the entire universe. Everything seen and unseen, all power has been given to Jesus. He is the God, no one greater, no one above him, no one he has to answer. He is the top. And it says it here, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. So automatically we're going, Submissive. Oh my goodness, Lord Jesus, you're not just a prophet. You're not just a good person. You're just not just this man. You are the God because all authority and power has been given to you. So already our attitude should be different when we think about Jesus or when we read about what Jesus said for us to do. They're not suggestions. His words are not good advice, just good advice. His words aren't just good counsel. They're commands. They're, they're, they're orders. They're requirements. Because he is the God. All authority has been given to Jesus. And then in verse 19, we go, he says, go. So he's telling us to move. 
like what you guys did today. Like you opened the church and we we came. We we're moving. We're going. We're doing something. 呃，就像我们今天，我们今天把呃会堂的门打开，所以我们在行动。So he doesn't want us to be passive. 所以我们的主不希望我们是一个非常消极的。He doesn't want you playing video games for eight hours a day. He wants you to go. And move in the life of others. Because he says, therefore, it's like, well, all right, Jesus, you want me to go, but what do you want me to do? He says, teach, teach all nations. So you're all teachers. So I already know. I already know Jesus has all the authority. What does he want me to do? He wants me to go. He wants me to teach. So just like what I'm doing now, where I'm discipling a new Christian, and I meet with him, I speak to him once a week and more to discuss and to talk about and to build a relationship around what Jesus said. And listen, that takes time. That, that takes effort. Going is not easy. When you have all these other things to do in your day, then you have to go and teach someone something else. It's a lot of work. So, so Jesus is killing laziness for us here. There's no time for laziness. There's no time for I don't feel like doing this. That is, if you want to know what Jesus wants you to do. So he says, teach all nations. What do you want me to do, Jesus? Well, he says it here, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Critical, critical, critical. Baptism. If you're sitting here or you're sitting online at home, and you're a Christian, you claim Christ, but you haven't been baptized, you need to be baptized. And our job is to do the baptism. And you say, well, why is that so important? Because Jesus constantly talks about, and the scriptures constantly talk about the importance of confessing Christ. And not being ashamed of Jesus. 
这是一个非常关键的。And so baptism gives you that opportunity to obey Jesus. 所以受浸是一个我们在我们在这是在主耶稣讲的话上顺服他的一个很关键的一个场合。And it gives you this incredible example of participating in his life, death, burial, resurrection. And ascension, it's all there in baptism. Ah,、uh, 在我们受浸的时候，当我们呃进入到水里头，又从水里头出来的时候，这是一个呃一一幅图画。我们会永远记得我们与主耶稣同时同埋葬，同复活。And and 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 the other reason baptism is so important is it it strengthens your belief. Um, 受浸另外一个很大的一个功效就是会让我们的信心，比如说非常大的坚固。It's a way of giving you assurance that you actually do believe in Jesus. Ah, 受浸会让我们心中有如此的确据，我们确实是得救了，我们确实是属于主耶稣。Many years ago, I was living in Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, 很多年前我在那个 Nebraska 呃 Omaha 在那里居住。The hometown of Warren Buffett. Ah, 是那个很著名的投资者 Warren Buffett 他的家乡。It's in the middle of nowhere. It's like literally in the middle of the country. Ah, 确实是好像在另外一个国家。And I was living in a condominium complex. 我在一个那个公寓里头。And there was a church, maybe a few blocks down from the apartment complex. Ah, 在几条街之外啊，就有一个呃教堂。So I went in to that church one day. 所以有一天我就去到那个教堂里头。Great service. Ah. But something happened there that I've never forgotten. Ah, 有一那天发生一件事情是我一直忘不了的 The pastor is teaching and preaching from the Bible. Ah, 那那那个牧师就在照着圣经上来讲信息 And he has an altar call. Ah, 他就有一个呼召 And he leads some people to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. 他就呼召呃So people bowed their heads, they raised their hands to receive Jesus. So, 就有人来到前头，就呃呃就举起手，低下头来接受耶稣基督的救主。And then he did something else I have never seen since. 啊，然后他就做了一件事情，是我之后没有见任何人做过的。I felt like I was watching the story in Acts, uh, with the Ethiopian eunuch who just got saved. 啊、uh, ，我我我就觉得就好像是看到那个呃《使徒行传》那那个菲利向那个一说底下那个太监传福音之后的那个事情。And basically he said, "All right, those who just trusted Jesus, come on up. We're going to do the baptism right now." 啊、uh, ，他说就说那些现在接受耶稣做救主的，<笑>你们现在可以到前头来，我现在就给你施洗。Wow, like I was wow. 哇，我就哇，这没见过这样的事情。Powerful. 这非常的有能力。Trust me. When those people drove home soaking wet, they knew something just happened in their life. 就那些当场受洗的人，他们浑身湿，路浑身湿的，开车回家的时候，他们很清楚的知道，今天神在他们身体中做了一件了不起的一件事。When they wake up the next day, they're not going. Do I really believe in Jesus? I wonder if I really believe. What happened yesterday? 啊，呃，他们第二天醒来的时候也不会说，哦，我是不是真的相信耶稣基督 ？Because when they get back in their car the next day in the morning, they're going to sit in their car seat and they're going to get soaking wet. 
，因为第二天他醒来的时候，那个车的座位还是湿的嘛。他坐在他的座位上的时候，就想起昨天我是受洗之日。And so it just serves as that confirmation because that they really believe. 所以受浸是能给我们带来很大的安慰，这是我们有一个确据，我们确实是信靠耶稣。And trust me, this is a problem with some Christians. 啊，这这这是对基督徒这个是一个很大很大的一个问题。They don't have that assurance, and they really believe. 我们很多基督徒没有一个确据，就是我是真的相信耶稣基督了。And trust me, uh, the person who gets baptized. Nobody would get baptized unless they really believe. I mean, I know there could be false baptisms and conversion, but ultimately, you get baptized because you believe. Ah,、uh, 虽然说有有是有是有人就是说没有，那少数的人是没有真正的信仰，他们也来受洗。但是就是说，呃，当我们诚心受洗归入主的名下的时候，没有人是就是说是是他是诚心的嘛。I mean, I have friends who, if I said. Hey, do you want to be baptized tomorrow? They'd say no. I would say why? They say because I don't believe in Jesus. Ah, 如果说我走我走我问我一个朋友就说你你明天要不要啊我来施洗让你归入主的名下？他说不，因为他们不信主耶稣。So Jesus's words here give us such clarity about what we should be doing. 所以主耶稣在这里的教导是非常清晰的，他清清楚楚教导我们我们要做什么。Because in order for us to baptize people, we've got to tell them about Jesus. So we need to tell people about Jesus. We've got to engage them. We've got to go. We've got to be involved in their life. We've got to bring Jesus to them in word and deed. So if we want to bring Jesus to someone, we need to bring him to us. We need to bring him to someone's life. So look at verse twenty. Then it doesn't end. So we're going to see. This is the part that I'm taking very seriously with the new person, new disciple that I'm discipling, the new Christian that I'm discipling. So I'm now in the discipling of that new Christian. What I'm doing in his life is in the second part. Jesus says, teaching them. Jesus in the second part says. Um, so, so it's not just oh, great, you accepted Jesus, great. Here's the Bible, have a nice day, and we won't ever see you again. So, this is not just oh, you accepted Jesus, I gave you a Bible, ah, from then on, I won't ever see you again. Now the real hard work starts. Ah, until now, the second part is the real, 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 Is all about is just being a parent. Uh, uh, 就我们要训练一个门徒的话，最好的一个比方就是说，就是做父母。I mean, being a parent is hard work. 要做父母，要要来呃抚养儿女，这是一个非常难做的一件事情。I mean, I didn't look this way before I became a parent. <laughs> 我当、呃、当我还不是父母的时候，我不觉得这是。I had a lot of hair. I had bangs. I mean, I was looking good. Ah, 那时候我头发很多啊，哎，我的身体也很好，非常棒。But I mean, parenthood just wrecked me. Ah, to 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 to
patience and the instruction. It's so hard. And the different personalities of the children, like, why are you not like them? <laughs> they're, they're so compliant. Why are you saying no? They say yes. Why? You're all my children. Why are you all different? That's discipleship. And the problem is, the problem is, we don't think of Christian discipleship that way. And that's why there's so many weak Christians, or maybe that's why people don't come to church, or they walk away, or they stop reading the Bible. You say, oh, they turn their back on God. No, no, they were never discipled. Imagine what our children would look like. If we treated them the way we treat new Christians. And so God's been teaching me this. Because I really never understood fully, and I still don't, what it means to disciple another believer. And I'm doing it now, and I'm realizing this is a lot of work. And so Jesus says, teaching them, teaching them what, Jesus? What am I supposed to tell this new believer? What, what am I supposed to say to them? So simple. Look what he says. He says, to observe. All things. Whatsoever. I have commanded you. The word observe is a huge word. It's not, it doesn't just imply obedience. It includes obedience, but it's more comprehensive. In the Greek, that word observe would tell you something very unique. It means to keep. Or to attend carefully. Or to guard. To take care of. And the implication is of a military fortress. In the United States, we have gold reserves. 
huge blocks of gold. Uh, and they're kept in places like there's one famous one called Fort Knox. There's no way you're getting through the gate. <laughs> and if you got through the gate, you're not getting through the walls. And you can't dig under it. You can't get through on the top. Like you're not, it's a fortress. You're not getting to the goal. It's protected. It's watched. It's monitored. The gold is counted. And Jesus is saying to us, with our with my teachings, you are to have the same mindset. You are to remember them and meditate on them and live it. Isn't the best advice that you give your children the advice that you've lived? Or the advice you experience? That should be our attitude about the teachings, the specific teachings of Jesus Christ. I think my thing. Oh, there we go. Okay. So when we talk about the specific teachings of Jesus Christ, we know that the whole Bible is the words of God. But if you want to find the specific teachings of Jesus, you can look in Matthew 5 to 7. And you can begin reading what he specifically wants us to be like as his follower. Uh, you say, well, why should I be concerned about those specific teachings? Well, because he just said, observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. Well, what did he command me to do? I gotta, I gotta read it. And not just read it. I gotta study it. And not just study it, I've got to practice it. There we go. So the question I want to ask you is this. What role do the teachings of Jesus, as an example, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, play in your thoughts and behavior as a follower of Jesus Christ? Uh, 
And this is why I'm going through that book, Studies in the Sermon on the Mount, because I do need someone much smarter than me to help me unpack what I'm reading here in the Bible. Because many times when you read Matthew 5, 6, and 7, you know what people do? They go, I don't understand this. What is Jesus talking about? I don't like this. What does he want me to do? Love my enemies? Do good to those who hate me? Bless, bless those who curse me? Pray for those who are using me. Uh, Jesus doesn't mean that. He means something else. And that's what happens when you begin to read. It challenges your faith. But Jesus is trying to show you, hey, guys, you're my follower. I'm trying to show you the character that you should have to be light and salt in your culture. And as you read and believe and practice and understand these teachings, you're supposed to then teach others. So, so, so Jesus, so, so, but Jesus, you know, I lived my life. I built this huge cathedral for you. And Jesus, you know, I went to a concert and I sung your name. And you know what Jesus, Jesus might say, oh, that's great. However, I told you to go and make disciples and teach them what I've taught you. Yeah, but Jesus, over here, I did this for you. And Jesus might say, okay, but again, I told you to go and make disciples and teach them what I've taught you. So the challenge of that question, that, that's a huge question you need to ask yourself. I mean, how much of your attitude and your behavior towards God and towards others can be connected to a teaching of Jesus? That's something I want you to reflect on. It's a deep question. 
Now, the problem, here we go. The problem is sometimes you have these thoughts about the teachings of Jesus. Uh, well, you're saved by grace, so you don't need to take the Sermon on the Mount. That's what SOTM is. Sermon on the Mount, seriously. Uh, or living the teachings of Jesus, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. I was getting good with this. Okay, here we go. And so what happens as and I'm just I'm just warning you what's gonna happen as you read it, you're gonna come into this sort of you're going to see tension between grace and law. And young people know this very well. Because we have taught them so poorly in some cases that we'll just trust in Jesus, believe in Jesus, period. And then they get saved and then they keep doing really bad things, and we're like, what's going on? Because we never taught them what it means to be a Christian. Uh, uh, so a lot of young people just live however they want to live, and they say, well, I believe in Jesus, but God forgives, so it really doesn't matter what I do. And they use God's grace as permission and license to sin. And it's really not their fault. That's pretty much what we've modeled for them. Now, on the other hand, if you start laying down rules, then people say, oh, you're being legalistic. Now, now there is a difference between my rules and God's rules. And sometimes we can be Pharisees because sometimes I make my rule God's rule. And we've got to be very careful not to do that. So we've got to keep two things in balance. We've got to keep Ephesians 2, 8, 9 balanced. With John 14, 15. And you know Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, very, very good, right? For by grace are ye saved through faith that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works. We got that. Uh, and that's true. Praise God, we're saved by grace and faith. Praise God that I'm saved by the 
perfect obedience of Jesus. 感谢神，是因为主耶稣的全然的顺服成为我自己的义。But at the same time, Jesus says this. 但是同时，主耶稣也说这样的话。In John fourteen fifteen, 在约翰福音十四章十五节。If you love me, keep my commandments. 你若爱我，就必遵守我的命令。So as Christians, we need to have that balance between the grace and the commandments. So, as a Christian, we need to balance between the grace and the commandments. It's very important. Very important. And that's what Jesus is telling us in Matthew. Go and teach what I've commanded you. So, Jesus is telling us in Matthew. Go and teach what I've commanded you. So, we should be like, well, what did you command? <laughs> I mean, you should be going. What did he command? He told us to keep his commandments. Well, what are they? What do they mean? We should carefully protect the commandments. What do they mean? What are they supposed to mean? What do they mean? And so that's my mission this year. Maybe next year, I want to just kind of fill my mind up and just learn as much as I can, which is, sounds so foolish about what Jesus said. 啊，所以我觉得这两年我，这给我的感动就是我要认真的来要来查考，就是到底吩咐了我什么东西，这样我可以来教导别人。Because I find that I can see a lot of sermons on YouTube about everything, but well, what did Jesus say and what did Jesus mean by his teachings? 啊，在在那个在在网络上有很多很多的信息跟教导，但是他们。So as we close, here are some key questions. So I now want to finish today's information. Now, next time I come back, we're going to get into specific teachings. So next time I come back, we're going to get into specific teachings. Just to let you know, we are going. I mean, we're going to get into it. I'm just giving you the broader picture right now. 呃，那是以后要做的事情。我今天是跟大家有一个很大的一个呃一个图画画给大家。So, so here are some questions just to be thinking about. What does the Sermon of the Mount mean to you? 啊，第一个问题就是说登山宝训到底对我们个人有什么意义 ？And and that's Matthew five six and seven. 马太呃呃五六七。And you and you know probably a lot of them, but like the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom. Or you are the salt of the earth. 比如说，我们是世上的光，世上的盐。Or you know, put Jesus's teachings into practice, and you'll be like a builder who builds a house on a firm foundation. 我们有了主的命令，有遵循的，就是一个聪明的建造者，把我们生命建造在磐石上。Second question: How does the Sermon of the of the Mount impact your thinking and behavior? 第二个问题就是说，登山宝训是如何的？ Now there is nothing more dangerous than to say that this has nothing to do with me. 非常危险的一个事情就是说登山宝训与我没什么关系。If that's you, then basically the pictures I showed you earlier, the superficial stuff of Christianity, you'll just be involved with that. 如果说我们不认真的来面对登山宝训。You'll just do the superficial stuff. We're just very superficial. And then when you stand before Jesus, he'll say, 
it's great that you build that huge cathedral. Excellent. Uh, but what about Matthew 28? I told you to go and make disciples. 如果我们只是在表面的呃来造一个大教堂，或者是表面的在一个音乐会里面来来敬拜神的话，那有一天我们站在主人面前，主人会说，就是我所吩咐你的啊、呃、那个大使命，你做了吗？ I told you to keep my commandments and to observe those commandments, protect those commandments, learn those commandments, live those commandments, and teach others those commandments that I taught you. Ah, I so 吩咐你的，你有没有好好的来查考？有没有好好的来遵行？有没有好好的来教导别人也来遵守 ？How foolish will we feel when he says, "Oh, and by the way, give me some of my commandments," and you're like, "I, but I'm a Christian." Um, sorry. Well, I don't know if you could do the facial reaction. Um, just. Saying that I don't really know the commandments, but I am a Christian. Ah, we cannot give Jesus this answer. Just say, I, 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 I am a Christian, but I am not familiar with the commandments. So, Sermon on the Mount is for all Christian people. So, the Sermon on the Mount is for all Christian people. Interestingly enough, every teaching of the Sermon on the Mount is found in every New Testament epistle. Ah, if we look carefully, the Sermon on the Mount is found in every And the world today is looking for and needs true Christians. So, today, this world needs is true Christians. Which reflect what he said. How about this teaching? Be kind. Be kind to those who are unthankful and evil. 呃呃，比如说，主耶稣说，我们要对那些不感恩的，对那些呃，对那些不好的，我们还要呃善待他们。Be kind. Imagine to who? To the unthankful, to the ungrateful, to the evil. Be kind to them. The Bible says, "Be merciful as your Father is merciful." 呃，主耶稣说，天父如何怜悯我们。我们也要怜悯别人，就连那一些不感恩，就连那一些，呃呃，很坏的人，我们也要怜悯他。Could you imagine living just that statement out in your life? 如果我们就是把那一句话活出来的话，这是了不得的见证。Be kind to the unthankful and the evil. 我们要对那些不感恩、对那些坏人，我们要来怜悯他们。Now you're starting to see, I hope, the distance. Between what we say is Christianity and what Jesus says is Christianity. If we look carefully, actually, in our dreams of a Christian life, and Jesus wants us to live a Christian life, the difference is huge. So, the Lord Jesus Christ, very important as we close, died to enable you to live the Sermon on the Mount. As you read tonight, as you go home tonight and read Matthew five, six, and seven, you're going to read it. You're not going to understand a lot of it. You're going to think it's very mysterious. It's very hard. It's challenging. You're not sure what to do with it. That's normal. That's natural. But just understand something. Jesus is the one that's going to give you the insight and the the power to live it. We don't live it in our own strength. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to live it.
So I hope I picked your interest today. I hope you're you're gonna think about Jesus and his teachings differently. I hope that later you'll read Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount. I hope you can now answer that question. What does Jesus want me to do? And you can look at Matthew 28. 19 to 20 with a actually uh, 28 18 to 20 with a different lens with a different understanding and I hope you have peace that no matter what you do with Jesus and I left that a very important part in Matthew 28 that he will be with you into the end of the world. He will be with you. He is right next to you. He is with you. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for opening the church today. Thank you for the boldness of the church leadership. Thank you for all the families that came here today. It's so beautiful and wonderful to be here. Thank you for your words. Thank you for the Bible. God, thank you for making things really so clear for us. But God, I don't know. I'm weak. I like to make excuses. I get lazy. I want to excuse what you say and kind of do what I want to do. And Lord, you constantly show me how much I need you. Lord, we're all guilty of not making disciples. We're all guilty of not doing it the right way. We might be great parents, but man, Lord, we fail on the discipleship part of new believers. And Lord, I believe that discipleship isn't even for new believers necessarily, it's for all believers. Because I need to be discipled as well. So Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for being neglectful. With your teachings. And Lord, we commit our life to you. That we will do what you've said. 
啊，帮助我们啊，你怎么说我们就怎么做。To the best of our ability， 啊，我们尽力的、竭力的来做你所吩咐我们做。With the few years we have left， 啊，我们在世上的日子真的不多了。We will live for you， 啊，好让我们嗯，真是得到智慧来为你而活。We will practice your teachings， 我们能够教导我们，您怎么教导我们，我们就能够来怎么行。And we ask that you empower us to keep this commitment in the Holy Spirit. 主啊，我们请求主，你来给我们能力，我们能够来持守在主面前的这一个尾声。May we be your followers. 啊，让我们啊，忠心的跟随你。There's no greater calling. 啊，没有比这更大呼召的。But we need you, Jesus. 但是我们真是需要你。We need you in our mind. 啊，我们需要你来把你自己充满在我们。We need your strength. 我们需要你的能力。We need your protection. We need your And we need your presence. We need your presence. Thank you for being with us. 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 Thank you for being with us.